everyone, and welcome into the Youth Hoops Pod presented by Pro Skills Basketball. I'm your host, Christian Barber, and today joining me is our director of PSB DMV, Patrick O'Connor. Welcome on to the pod, Pat. Have you been on before? Uh, this is my first time on the on, on the podcast. I'm happy to be here. Okay, nice. Well, we got to get you on uh, some more because you and me just got done chatting. I'm always really open with our audience, uh, and and our audience today is actually potential new city directors here at PSB. So we're going to have to get you on a pod that's a little more of a broad general topic, but we have you here today for a very specific one. Um, and that's to shine some light on kind of your experience here. PSB DMV is in their third season, second season. Yeah, we're finishing up our second season. Or in yep. the midst of our second season right now. Yeah. Nice, nice. So, and you had a very strong first year, Pat. I think it was over 10 teams in your very first year in DMV, correct? Yep, we had a finish with 11. Yep, yep, nice. So, and that's that's amazing uh, for, for anyone out there listening. It's not easy to uh, go to a brand new city with a brand that has not been in that city uh, and pick up 11 teams. That's a lot of pl- uh, players. That's a lot of family members um, that you've been able to attract. So, Pat, you saw a ton of success early. Um, you've, you've seemed to really take the bull by the horns. Um, and I want to learn a little more about that uh, so we can – Again, have anyone out there who may be listening, uh, you should be someone who is potentially interested in this exact same role, running uh, a PSB city and in a new city that we're not in. Uh, So hopefully you learn a little more about what exactly being a city director is, um, how to be successful at it, um, and can move forward from there. So let's kind of dive in a little bit, Pat. Uh, So here's what I'm interested. Actually, first, let's start here. How did this happen? What what how did how did you get involved with PSB? What was the connection? How did this very begin? Yeah, so one of my friends and uh, former college teammates uh, at Washington and Lee University, uh, JDI, uh, used to be um, a full time employee on the on the ad- admin team for Pro Skills Basketball. Um, and he had mentioned it to me a few times, um, and uh, you know I finally got connected with uh, Brendan, um, and we had a couple phone calls. Um, and, you know, I just asked him a million questions. Uh, I was, I was probably elongating the process more than he, re- he really wanted to. And I actually, the first time I ended up saying um, that I wanted to just coach with like a shoe circuit team. So I made a decision to coach with one of the EYBL teams in our area. Um, and I spent a spring and summer doing that. And uh, it was really, really good experience. I made some great relationships with that. Um, coached some really high, high level kids, but um, it also really helped me understand like, all right, what is my purpose with this and what I really want to accomplish? And so um, I connected back with, with, with JD and Brendan and, and Logan and, you know, had some follow-up questions after a, a really a full season of coaching AAU basketball on the, on the mm-hmm. you know, chief circuit side. Um, and then we really just got to a point where we said we were ready to commit. And thankfully, you know, this, this city was still available and looking for a city director. Um, and so uh, our, we had our, our first clinic black Friday of 2020. And, you know, we all know what happened with the, with um you know, the past few years. And so that gave us some uh, challenges, but man, like, I'm just so, so thankful for, um, you know, Logan and Brendan for taking a chance with the DC area. And, you know, here we are with 17 teams in year two. Mm. 
And, and again, man, 17 teams, uh, I think I think the number 17 sounds small, uh, but 17 teams is is not not small. I'm coming up on my third year here at PSB. Um, and, and, you know, I'm our, I'm our digital specialist. I'm not hands on with the uh, boots on the ground like you, but uh, I hear all these conversations all the time. And, and uh, one thing I know, 17 teams is a lot. So extreme success just two years in. Um, OK, so, yeah, you, you had a connection um, through a former employee of ours is now, you know, uh, able to loop you in, whereas other city directors may be uh, coming because they saw this job posted online or or maybe through a connection. Once you got here, I think a key thing I heard is you asked a ton of questions. You wanted to really clarify what you were getting into, uh, which is awesome because, again, that's what we're trying to shine some light on. So when you were asking those questions, what did you think this kind of role would be? Were you automatically like, yeah, I want to be a city director? Or were you still thinking maybe I just want to coach for PSB? Like, what did you think this was going to look like when you were going into it, if you can remember back to that time? Yeah, I think, um, you know, there's a saying that coaching is like 90% nothing to do with X's and O's. You know, there's there's so many other aspects of, of coaching. And um, you know, I wanted to get clarity about what that 90% looks like with pro skills. Um, you know, I've been an assistant coach in the DC area now for seven years. Um, and, you know, I wanted an opportunity to try to run my own program. And so, um, you know, having the support, you know, that was one of the things that was advertised to me is like, you have this, uh, admin team and the support team, you have a regional director to support you. And I really wanted to know, like, what does that look like on a day-to-day, a weekly, a monthly basis? Um, and so, you know, I just ma- wanted to make, make sure that um, I, I leaned on the institutional knowledge and, and, and the guidance from the people that had done it before. And, you know, after, you know, almost almost two years, you really recognize that there's few things that you experience um, as a city director that, you know, hasn't already been uh, addressed and dealt with. And, you know, they are, are experts in this field uh, that are great people that are that are really willing to, to you know, help you if, if you're, if you're willing to, to listen. And so, um, you know, that was really my biggest thing for the first you know few months to just ask a million questions and, uh, try to do things as close to the PSB way as you possibly can. Undoubtedly, I made some mistakes. We, we, we made mistakes along the way, but, um, you know, I think that's like, like the, the biggest thing. And I think if I want to do this on my own, right. If I did, if I wanted to start an AAU basketball team or a club basketball team on my own, I think the thing that drives out a lot of coaches is like this admin work, right? So it's just like the things that are not on the court um, that come along with coaching youth basketball. And I think that's where PSB is the number one, you know, program in the world with it's because you have this great support team of Kanita and Jill and um, the other people that are leading the charge, you know, from the Charlotte headquarters um, that allow you to really focus being on the court, uh, something that you really enjoy doing and making an impact in a kid's life. Um, and so those are all the, the, uh, the things that I wanted to hear about and, and learn about, you know, as I was trying to become this um, city director here in DC. Yeah, no, I love it. I love the picture you're painting. I want to make it very clear to whoever may be listening. Um, I didn't pay Pat to to talk so kindly of PSB, but I love the way you you kind of painted it. And and this is actually something I realized maybe a year and a half ago. I'm on our support staff, um, and it, one day I think me and a, another coworker Zane were talking, and I was like, man, it just really dawned on me like 
my role is entirely to support our boots on the ground. And that's what all of us here at the Charlotte headquarters are trying to do support all of you. So I like the way you, you paint that picture, but you also said you wanted to start your own city. Genuinely, man, be open. I, I really want to know the answer. Do you feel like, you know, cause we are here supporting quote unquote, but do you feel like this is your own city that you still do have control? It's not that we're up here, uh, you know, telling you every left and right step to take. This is still, you know, you're having to make a lot of decisions on your own and run this city. And we're here for backup. We're here to help kind of guide, right? Is, would you agree with that statement? Absolutely. I think like the most important thing is your relationships with the coaches, the players and, and, and the families and your effort, you know, with your boots on the ground and, and like the like grassroots uh, manner. And so I think that, um, you know, you, you, you like, it has like scratched that itch for me as far as like wanting to like lead my own program. Um, you know, I, I've loved being an, an assistant high school basketball coach. And, um, you know, I probably would have applied for a few more high school head coaches over the last year or two, if not for PSB. But I really think that, you know, it has given me that opportunity to, you know, make some decisions, you know, plan calendars, build relationships with families and players and really see kids grow from year to year and really understand that, hey, like I'm making an impact in this in this youth basketball world. So, um, you know, that's what I would say uh, has been my experience so far in the first, you know, 17 months or so. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I, you know, again, for our audience, we know each other, Pat, but I don't know. We, we don't know. We're not, you know, deep best friends. So I'm enjoying hearing your journey as well, as I don't know a ton of this info. Um, Pat, what about this? Now that you're about, you know, almost two years in, what are some things you did not expect when you asked all those questions and, and you probably started like, oh, OK, I know everything that's going to come my way. Is there anything that pops in your head that you did not expect that would come along with this role? Yeah, I think one thing would be like winning doesn't necessarily cure all of the, like the, the issues or, or accomplish everything that you want to accomplish as a PSP director. I think as a high school basketball coach, you know, you're really trying to just focus on winning. Like what can we do to help win? But um, the beauty about PSB is that our parameters that we are judged upon uh, or we judge ourselves on are all yeah. in our control, right? It's like mm -hmm. comprehensive development, organized parent communication and positive coaches. Right. And so we're able to control all of those things. And I was kind of surprised, like even when there were teams that were winning, there were still things that I had to address and to deal with because it's like, yeah, like we just won a game. But in club basketball, you can find anybody to beat you by 20 and you can find anybody to, to, to beat by 20. And so we have to make sure that we're always recalibrating our expectations to say, look, we're trying to accomplish these three things. How can we be the best at these three things in, the, in this youth basketball space? I love that. I love, you know, how you highlight we certain that's what I think what you just said is exactly what we're trying to do. We're trying to set a new standard here that it's not, you know, winning cures all. But I also love how you kind of highlighted the difference. And, and you said you you went into coaching at a, a shoe circuit level for a little bit and you wanted to stay just in that coaching route. And just in that coaching route, it is just about winning. It's about getting your players better to win as a coach, uh, as a as a outside of PSB, like a college coach or something, you're not concerned with parents or families. You're trying to win with what's on the court, but now stepping into the city director role, whole nother world of, of priorities and what you got to think about. And, and we're certainly trying to win. We're trying to be competitive every time we go out there. Uh, but there's so much more, you know, beyond what, what, what is in those lines. Um, so I love how you, you painted that. Okay. So you got started as a city director. Uh, you said 11 cities in your first year, right? And now we're, now we're at 17. So 11 cities, 
in the first year. That is tough. We've, we've, uh, you know, in the over 10 years, we have PSB have been doing this. We've had many cities, you know, start with one, two, three, four, and take multiple years till they get into the double digits teams. Dude, how did you go about getting so many so early without giving away all your secrets? What strategies did you use to connect with families and introduce this brand new brand to a new city? Yeah, I think uh, a, a few things led to our success. I think um, number one is like I had a really good youth basketball experience. And so I was able to kind of tell that story. Um, I legitimately was just like walking to my local YMCA and wanted to just shoot around. And there was a youth basketball tryout for a local team. And I just wanted to play. So I just uh, joined the joined the, the tryout um, and ended up playing with them from sixth grade all the way through high school and you know, lifelong friends. Um, I was able to, you know, play, play basketball in college at a school that maybe I wouldn't have gotten into otherwise. And, um, you know, I just had a, a coach that was truly invested in our overall experience, so many great memories. And so like my youth basketball experience was so positive. And as I became a high school coach in the DC area, I realized, man, that's not the norm for everyone. Um, and so that kind of created this like general purpose for me. Like, okay, how can I provide the most youth, the most positive youth basketball experience for as many people as possible in this in, in this DMV area. And so I think that like having that 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 purpose and being able to tell that that story about this is what you know my experience was like and I really going to work hard to help you have that same type of experience. Um, I think also that being um, a high school you know coach it came with a little bit of a reputation of understanding okay like this guy knows what he's 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 talking about and you know i have some relationships that i've built in the, in, the, in the dmv area through uh, my connections through uh st john's um and then finally i think early on like you just want to get um you know in the gym with as many people as possible so we hosted a few free clinics you know ten dollars to get in um and you know we just wanted to make, make sure that we were able to tell our story and uh, have really have people experience you know what we're trying to offer early on um, and I think the word of mouth through, through there really helped us grow. And then I, I, I think finally, like I was super lucky to have, you know, a, a few really good people who wanted to coach, right? Uh, mm. The quality of, of coaches is a massive part, um, you know, of the uh, growth and the reputation, um, you know, of your city. And so I was really lucky just to have, you know, again, through this like high school basketball space, there are a few people that have had similar experiences of like running this rat race of, of being in these high level AAU basketball programs that do a great job of what they're, you know, trying to accomplish, but maybe that's not exactly what you want, or maybe you just want an opportunity to coach your own team, right? You've been an assistant for a few years and you want the opportunity to call your own timeouts and make your own substitutions and grow as, as a coach. And so uh, in, in year one, you know, even before we had teams, we just had some really high, high quality, um, you know, coaches that were willing to come to these clinics and, and help out, speak to families, um, and then, you know, grow, grow from there. Yeah, it, it's something that we think about, uh, you know, here at the headquarters a lot is, is like we do all this work. I mean, I spend hours working on things that uh, some of the families may never see from a digital perspective. Uh, all these hours, it all comes down to the coaches because that's the product. That's the people on the floor, you know, so I love how you highlight how important that is. And if you can find good coaches early, uh, it's almost like it will spread from there simply by putting a good product on the floor. People will see it. People will notice and it'll naturally spread. But you also talked about like, you know, you just 
actually legitimately care. You had a good experience and you want to help other people have that. Like, would you say that's maybe been the, the biggest key of all those is just you being authentic with people and, and this not being a scam? Yes. I think I, people are, are looking for somebody who's genuine and, and loyal. I think in this youth basketball space, those, those two virtues can be missed quite, yes, a, yes. Quite, quite a bit where it's like, Hey, like I know this experience or this, this clinic or this practice or this game didn't go as planned. You know, we're going to work, you know, we're going to stay invested in this team, in this child, in this family to accomplish our three goals of development, organized parent communication and, and positive growth mindset coaching. And, um, you know, we're going to be um, steadfast in our efforts to try to accomplish those three things. And so being able to tell the story and expectation set before you know, you have your, your teams and then staying consistent with your, with your messaging to remind, um, you know, bring your parents back, bring your kids back to like, this is the road that we're, that we're trying to, to travel because there are a lot of distractions, whether it be refereeing or other parents or other, 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 other teams, other coaches, um, that don't have the same aligned goals as us, which is okay. But then, so it's up to us as city directors to make sure that we're constantly reminding our, our families, like, this is what we're trying to accomplish we did a good job this time or, Hey, we didn't do a good job. And here's how we we're going to fix it. Man. You're not only talking about how to, how to get families. You're talking about how to, how to retain, how to keep these families uh, because the losses are inevitably coming. Uh, you know, stretches of bad games are coming and people rightfully so are going to be, you know, upset about that. Nobody wants to lose. And when teams lose multiple games in a row, maybe multiple weekends in a row, people are upset. And for you to be able to, again, you know, re kind of put the focus back on what success really should be defined as, I think is important in, in keeping people um, throughout the time. So man, that's a, that's a lot of gems for any uh, potential CDs out there. Uh, Pat, we won't go much longer. These are supposed to be quick, easy, get to hear your story, which has been awesome. I've, I've learned quite a good bit and it's evident that you are passionate about this and that's why this has uh, led to success. But is there anything maybe coming into this you wrote down or any advice, just anything left for any uh, potential city director? Could have been you listening to this podcast two years ago. You know what, maybe would you have said to yourself coming into it? Yeah, I think um, make sure that you have a, a passion for coaching all levels of basketball, like talent levels, but also age, age levels. Right. And so, um, you know, I have just as much fun coaching with our 17 new coaches as I do with our third grade co coaches. Um, and I think like finding joy in everything in between, um, is, is a super important part of like what we're trying to accomplish at PSB. Like if you're in it to win sixth grade championships or, you know, to get all the division one scholarships, you're going to hit a, a, some hurdle, uh, some hurdles along your way that, you know, are going to make it hard for you just to like stick with, you know, what we're trying to accomplish. But if you really enjoy providing a positive youth basketball experience for anybody who joins our program and you keep that as the forefront um, of what you're trying to accomplish, uh, you can have a lot of fun with this thing, man. Yeah. And, and again, you can have, you know, fun because we're here to help with a lot of the things that are not fun or to deal with the situations that are not fun. You're not alone. Um, and, and that's, you know, really the strategy we're taking into this youth basketball world, trying to find great youth leaders like yourself 
um, and, and give you the tools you need to succeed. So um, hopefully this helped, you know, whoever is out there listening uh, to shine a little more light on, on what this, this really looks like, what this journey looks like and what it takes really to be successful um, in this role. I think you shined a lot of light on that. Pat, appreciate you hopping on today, man. That's all for the Youth Hoops Pod. We will be back with another conversation soon. Thanks, Christian. Go PSD.